In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about if it's okay to remake videos that you've made in the past if you can do them better than the original. So grab your cup tumbler mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you'll learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. What is going on? My name is Nick. If this is your first time here, I want to let you know that the comments that you hear answered on this show are brought to you from the comment section of my YouTube channel or from the form on the commentsovercoffee.com website. So if you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, head over to commentsovercoffee.com, put it in the form. And as long as I haven't answered it here before, I will put it in the queue. I also want to let you know, if you're a content creator, I put together a personal list of all the things that I recommend from video editing software to thumbnail creation services to social media lawyer to audio processing software, pretty much all the different things that you use for all different aspects of YouTube and just online marketing, even uh, for some of them, you can find all of it over at bestcreatortools.com. Our question today comes from Carmen and Brian, and I'm paraphrasing this a bit because they put out a very detailed question. And I just wanted to summarize, you know, the meat of the question um, for the sake of just making it easy here, you know, while you're listening to it. But the question is, is it good or bad to upload an updated video that is using brand new footage, but very similar to the older video that's a well-performing video on the channel. Also, in case you're wondering, no, the ship will not have changed, but my video skills have improved, so I think the newer video will be better quality. I just don't want to undermine my video that's already performing well. So in relationship to the ship, and thank you for this question, Carmen and Brian, but for those of you that are listening to this, in relation to the ship, basically they made a video, um, I think it was about going on a, a cruise, and then they were able to update the footage for that with the new experience that they had by going on the cruise, and that basically gives them the opportunity to remake the video if they want to. Now, in my personal opinion, I think that you should. And the reason I think that you should is because these days, you know, after you've had some experience in, you've made, you know, a nice handful of videos to where you're better at making video content, you're able to deliver a better product now than you were when you first started. So because of that, you are most likely a little bit more tuned in your audience now. You have a little bit deeper of an understanding of how your audience responds to certain things that you do in the videos, which might help you make a video that will perform better than that video that you originally released on your channel. Now, I also want to share with you something else. So if you're listening to this, there's a really good chance that you're probably familiar with my YouTube channel already. If not, just for context, I have a YouTube channel that basically teaches people about YouTube, the tools and resources that you need for YouTube, all the information on how to grow YouTube channels and all that stuff. It's a YouTube channel basically just filled with that content. You can find it under my name, Nick Nimmin. But basically, when I first started my channel, I think it was video number two, maybe video number three on my channel. I made a video about how to name your next project because I wasn't making YouTube specific content at the time. And I ended up renaming that video to how to name your YouTube channel, redid the thumbnail, you know, did the, the whole thing. But initially that video ended up getting, I think, right around 2000 views on it. Maybe now it's up to five years later, it's up to 23,000 views on that particular video. But two years after that video was published, I made a new video called YouTube channel name, five tips for choosing it. Now, the cool thing about this is that original video had 23,000 views on it and the content inside of the video, it's the same video, right? The same resources that I recommend, the same concepts I recommend, 
it's pretty much the same video, but the new version, you know, there's a lot more information um, added to the back end of it. But in terms of the actual, you know, resources and the things to keep in mind, all of that is very similar to that original video. So when I remade the video two years after that first one was put out, the new one now three years old has 334,000 views on it. So just in those two videos, which are extremely similar and that are targeting a similar thing in terms of naming the YouTube channel, you know, one did drastically better. And the reason for that is because one, my video making skills, you know, had improved over two years Two, I knew how to target the content better after two years. Three, when I published that second video, I had a little bit of an audience where I had none on the first version. So after I had a little bit of an audience, then I was able to basically flood that video with more data on how people respond to it at scale, which then in turn lets YouTube know if it is deemed a quality video or not. So in your particular situation, I think that similar to mine, that as long as your skill sets have improved, as long as you are a little bit more in tune with your audience, that without question, go ahead and make that new version of the video, because again, you're going to be giving that updated experience to your viewers. And for the people that have watched the previous video, then this is going to be a cool update for them because they're going to get to see it a year later, if that's the time span of when you did it last time. Now, another thing that everybody should consider when it comes to this is if you look inside of your analytics, you're going to be able to see an option that will tell you how many people are watching your content that are subscribed to your content, how much watch time you're getting from people that are subscribed versus how much watch time you're getting from people that are not subscribed to your YouTube channel. And typically for a channel that's growing rapidly, it is more weighted in the not subscribed category. That basically means that more non-subscribers are watching the content. And the cool thing with that is, of course, you want to have your subscribers watching your content as well. But when your content is being shown to more people that are not subscribed, that's more people that have the opportunity to subscribe and become part of what it is that you're doing. So that basically means that YouTube is introducing you to new viewers. Now, the reason I'm telling you this and bringing this to your attention is because a lot of us get caught on, as content creators, a lot of us get caught on the idea of, if I make this video today, then I can never make this video again, right? But one thing to remember is that over the course of you uploading videos to YouTube, you know, week in, week out, day in, day out, you know, whatever your schedule happens to be, what's going to happen is you're going to end up making a lot of content and you're going to end up getting in front of a lot of people. And out of all of those people that you're going to be getting in front of, you can't possibly expect, you know, like in my case, I'm at like 514,000 subscribers at the time of this recording. Over 400 videos are now public on my YouTube channel. And I can't expect that if somebody subscribed last week, that they're going to go and watch all 400 videos on my YouTube channel. So because of that, if I were to make another video that is similar to ones that I've made in the past, there's a really good chance that there are a ton of people that have never heard me talk about that specific thing before. And depending on the type of content that you make, or regardless of the type of content that you make, if you can put a new spin, or if you can put, you know, just some new information or a better experience together for the people that are watching your videos, then I fully think that you should definitely remake content if you think that you can provide that experience. Now, another example of this is my brother, my brother D. He also has a YouTube channel where he teaches people how to master their mobile devices. And you can find him at D Nimmin, that's D-E-E-N-I-M-M-I-N on YouTube. 
But like in his situation, he literally made the same video twice. <laughs> he had it in his list of content to make and he forgot to check off a video. He forgot to check off that he already made that video. And it was like a month or two went by. I can't remember what, how long the actual time frame was, but he literally made the same exact video, the same concepts, the same ideas. The only thing different in his situation was that the background was different because he had changed scenes in the uh, or sets, I should say, in the meantime. But the content itself was the same exact content in the new video in his case performed much better as well because of what he had learned over that month or two months or, you know, whatever that time span was for his content as well. So, you know, in addition to our channels, I've also seen this done um, across a bunch of other channels as well. And it can actually be something that can be very advantageous for you, especially if it is a video that's done well. I worked with a, a chili channel and or it was a barbecue channel. And with that barbecue channel, they basically had one video that was driving their channel. It was a video about chili. And one of the first things that we did when we started working together was make another video on that chili because it's driving the new subscribers, which means that the newer people that are subscribed to the channel, since that one was the primary driver of traffic, it means that the new people are basically coming in for that chili type of content. So they're the most likely to get introduced to another chili video when it's published. And that video was published. He ended up making a, another chili video. And uh, that video has over a million views on it now compared to the 200 and something thousand that the original chili video had gotten. So, you know, doing those things over again, especially when you notice that, hey, these people are really digging this type of content. So let me just make it again or make a better version of the same thing. It can definitely be advantageous for you. But what you don't want to do or what you want to try not to do, I should say, is that you don't want to actually duplicate the same exact video if you can avoid it. And the reason for that, I say if you can avoid it, of course you can avoid it. <laughs> but the reason that I say that is because YouTube does have a thing about duplicate content. So you want to make sure that there is something different about the video. But like in your case, if you guys have new footage and it's updated you know, footage, then of course you're going to be presenting that information just a tad bit different. And the new footage, even though it's on the same or it's of the same thing, it's still going to be the footage itself is still going to be different footage. So because of that, I absolutely without question think that you should go ahead and go for it. And if you're listening to this, as long as the content type that you make supports it and as long as you have videos that your audience has responded to in the past and you know, hey, if I make this similar video, even maybe even the title is going to be the same or really close to it. I know that people will respond to this um, because it's something new for them, but it's based off of the stuff that's driving my channel. I really encourage you to you know do the same, make more of those videos. I'd love to know your thoughts about the show. When you have a chance, leave a written review on your podcast platform of choice. That does me a solid. It also lets other people know if this show is worth listening to or not. So I appreciate any feedback that I get because those comments and emails that I get from you are kind of the only feedback that I get on the show. So definitely feel free to leave a written review when you get the chance. And if you haven't yet, make sure that you subscribe. I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.